The following podcast may contain themes and references not suitable for young people and may also contain themes and references that might be offensive to some listeners. Be advised that no ill will has been intended in recording this episode and it has been done so purely for entertainment purposes. If you have any concerns or complaints about what is discussed in the following episode, please contact us. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to frock up, put on the sequence and say Guten Tag from Vienna as we bring you Australia's only Eurovision podcast, Eurovision, direct from the Eurovision capital of Australia, Hobart. Now, here's your host, Ben Navotova. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eurovision, Australia's only Eurovision podcast that we know of as we come to you for episode two. So big and successful was the first episode that we thought we'd come back for a second one and both our listeners are thrilled that we are here to bring you everything to do with Eurovision as we get prepared to celebrate the 60th anniversary in Austria at the end of the month. Australia's there, we're all there, it's exciting. Let's get into it by introducing Serbia's number one Eurovision expert, Noah Groves. Noah, welcome back to Eurovision. Terry SD Terra Australia Eurovision Podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me. That was Estonia. Oh, I called you Serbian and you said Estonian. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> well, you have bad memory. <laughs> I do. I really do. Um, yes, you're excited? Uh, the ratings were booming last episode, so we're back. We're being oh. renewed. I, I, I know how Jeff Probst feels because I get, kept getting stopped in the street and people the streets, were just, yeah. yeah, were telling me, like, Ben. You know, Eurovision, good, and they kept walking. No, I was so. being stopped in snug and um, yeah, couldn't couldn't leave my house. The press were going through my garbage. Um, I heard it made it the cover crazy. of Snug Weekly. Uh, yeah, but that's no different to any other Snug Weekly though. So <laughs> See, um, it's only published every three years. So um. <laughs> Week, weeks are slow here. Yeah, very slow. And speaking of slow, uh, it's Emu Plains' <laughs> number one Eurovision expert. It's Jared Lubick, who's actually not really that slow. Jared, welcome back to Eurovision. Thank you. Uh, it's exciting to be back. There's there's lots happening in the world of Eurovision with all these sort of live performances going on all over the place at the moment. So it's good to sort of see some of these acts live. Indeed, and uh, I will say, since we last spoke to you, they have officially released the official album of Eurovision 2015, so go out and buy it, go and download it from iTunes, and if you're listening to this and we're playing it illegally, you can also hear them through that as well. But um, yes, it's the official songs are out there now, so we don't have to hear these live versions entirely, or, but as Jared said, you can see these live versions as well. Now... We started off last time uh, by introducing ourselves, introducing uh, our fandom of Eurovision. I should actually go back to the beginning of the first episode and say, hi, my name is Ben. Uh, I didn't introduce myself, I feel, <laughs> in case you've discovered us and you've never listened to Survivor Oz or any of those shows. So, <laughs> hi, I'm Ben. Um, and that just wanted to get that over and done What's with. What's your favourite food, Ben? Well, I do like chicken. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all I eat. Um, but what we want to do from from moving forward uh, in each episode, we don't need to introduce ourselves, but we will bring you Eurovision News. And we've even got an introduction. Eurovision News. That introduction's great. And Noah is going to read the news. Noah, what Eurovision news do you have for us? Uh, it's 4.38pm on a... I've already forgotten the day, so there goes my professional news voice slash career. But uh, not not the most exciting news, but um, obviously when we record these, it may not be the latest news. Um, so this news actually dates back a fair bit and also up recent news, so it's all over the place. Um, Let's see what we have here. <laughs> the first story, which I put in most important, I had to put this first, was um, you can actually join Boggy's Flash Mob no. for a new video. Boggy's back. What? Have to bring back Bobby, Boggy. 
Um, so between the 17th and April, uh, of April and the 5th of May, she's been visiting locations around Europe, such as Amsterdam, London, Rome, Berlin, and she's filming flash mobs for the for her music video of Wars for Nothing. Um, so there you go. Boggy is back. She won't die. Is there, is there a warning that it takes like 58 minutes for her to start singing in the song? Uh, well, yeah, the people with the flash mob, they've been waiting there a while. <laughs> they're um, still there. They're waiting for it to start. Yeah, they've been camping out. <laughs> Some of them have gone home. Uh, these people have lives outside of Boggy's flash mob. So, yeah, there we go. Oh. Um, Jared, are you going to fly over to Hungary and be in Boggy's flash mob? Yeah, I just have to sort of clear out the whole month to make sure that I'll be there when it starts. <laughs> so, um, maybe a yearly return ticket or something or other. Okay, sounds good. Um, Rumour has it that Molly Sterling has wanted to be a part of it, but she's got a lot of things on her plate, lots of stuff to do, so she couldn't make it. Um, And uh, the Golden Boy, he's not going to be there. Oh, that song. I have not stopped listening to that since we last spoke. Yeah, he's the king of fun. He's at all the the parties. He can't afford to be at the Flash Mob. He's Israeli Justin Timberlake. Yeah, he's the king of fun. Hmm. Let me show you how it's done. The um, king of pop, hashtag, uh, sorry, ha- asterisk from Israel. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Uh, Boggy's flash mob. Uh, you've got till the 5th of May, so get in on it. Um, I'm there. Yeah. Uh, next story, Osram is the official lighting partner of Eurovision. Oh, thank God they got <laughs> it. Sorry, we can <laughs> Thought they were going to miss out. Oh, I can say uh, better now. I was looking all over news.com.au for an Osram scandal, but <laughs> I couldn't find it. Oh, Jared, that disappoints um, you. You you didn't want them to get it. I know you were against them. <laughs> no, I didn't think they sort of deserved it after all those horrible jobs they've done everywhere else that I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, Osram, those Bulgarian lighting, uh, that was terrible. <laughs> so, no, we're happy for Osram, whoever you are. Uh, the Eurovision DVD of this year will be released June 22nd uh-huh. with bonus features. Oh, bonus features include Boggy, Boggy Flash Mob, <laughs> <laughs> Osram installing lights, <laughs> Molly doing more things, <laughs> and the Golden Boy party. So there we go. You're going to buy the DVD, Ben? Uh, look, I've already got it pre-ordered, Noah, um, just for the boggy flash mob behind the scenes. But now that it's got the Osram um, features, <laughs> um, I'm going to ask if I can get it uh, early, I think. Uh, yeah, well, maybe uh, um, forget that, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That was good. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Next story. <laughs> Uh, so the, the probably the biggest story is that the stage, pictures of the stage were released. Um, oh. And it was caused a bit of uh, drama on the internet because this stage is very small. This is like Eurovision from the 50s. It's oh. probably the smallest stage in a long time. So, so no dancers and no like milkmaids or anything? Yeah, um, could be bad news for Backup Dancer 7 because <laughs> the stage is tiny and maybe we can post a picture on the webpage. But, um, yeah, so they released this stage and it's got some goofy lighting covering over the top of it uh, provided by Osram. <laughs> and, yeah, it's probably the smallest stage they've had in many a year. Since, so. uh, since the days of Ireland, like when they just didn't yeah. want to host it anymore, so they put it in a back shed. Well, it is the sixth. So maybe it's meant to represent the original or something. Maybe, maybe. Wow, gee. Um, here's a, here's a local story. On the third of May in Australia, Conchita Worst will be at the Logies debuting. No, her new album, Conchita. Are you serious? Her new album. She's in going to be in Australia. Conchita's May 3rd. in the Logies. Oh, that yeah. just got the Logies just got a hundred times better than they already are. <laughs> well, I think they're at a hundred now because they were kind of at zero. So now this is kind of awesome though, because like, have we ever had besides ABBA and like Celine Dion and Olivia Newton-John, have we ever had a Eurovision act come to Australia? Uh, I think I had Dustin last Christmas. Right, oh, right, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I, I hear Jedwood uh, frequencies. <laughs> They are. Yeah, uh, they are. 
I have seen Jedward live in Sydney. You, you, <gasps> you've seen Jedward live? That should be at the top of the news story. Hang on a minute. What? I have. Stop <laughs> press. What, why have you not told us this story, Jared? <laughs> no, it just jumped into my mind after all Every these years that were visited. You just made Catherine lose her shit like one of our only <laughs> listeners. She's like, she wants to touch you now, Jared. Uh, what can I say? Not inappropriate. Get your mind out of the gutter. Did they perform uh, none of their hits? <laughs> uh, just the two hits from Eurovision and then a hundred covers because obviously they can't make up original music. I'm excited about that, but I'm also very excited about Conchita Verse. I'm just reading here. Um, she's she's said to news.com.au, and what a quality website that is, by the way. Um, she said, um, I am beyond excited because I haven't been to Australia before, and I'm sure I'm going to love it. I'm really looking forward to seeing my Australian fans. Well, all three of us are here, Conchita, so come see us. Uh, yeah, awkward if she doesn't love it. Um. <laughs> yeah, this is what my PR agent told me to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there you go. She's debuting her new album, her debut album, Conchita, in Australia. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, speak, speaking of Australia, our good friend Guy, um, yes. he performed in Amsterdam a few weeks ago uh, for kind of the launch kind of performance, and there was Australian flags being waved there and a really good reception. Oh. So Europe is loving Guy before the even. Even star. Great, great to see that Guy Sebastian's family made the trip with him. So, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see them in the crowd at, at the final. Or was that Shannon Knoll in the crowd waving the <laughs> so Shannon Knoll's in the background going, Boo, should have been me! Yeah, Boggy's better. Uh, <laughs> I hear Shannon Knoll's actually on Boggy's creative team for the Flash Mobs. <laughs> he, yeah, he's going to be in the, he, he's in the Flash Mob. Boggy's going to wear like a little um, tuff of um, facial hair underneath the lip. <laughs> oh, maybe um, that will be Conchita's look for Australia <laughs> when she comes. <laughs> um, How you going? I Conchita. <laughs> so, on May eighth, Electro Velvet, the UK uh, act, will perform a full dress rehearsal on the Graham Norton show. So, we Go can on. get an insight as to what the actual performance will be like before it even starts. I think that airs in Australia. I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. I will say that song's actually growing on me. I will admit that. <gasps> mm. Well, yeah, we'll get to that then. And finally, last story for the episode: uh, Krista Bjorkman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've put in brackets guy who allowed Australia into Eurovision competition. Good on you, Krista. Uh, said, I've got a quote here. Australia from the on sorry for no accent, but Australia from the onset had to cooperate with a European broadcaster who could guarantee that they could host it in case Australia would win the contest. Bjorkman stated, "That was part of the deal." It then soon became clear that NDR was that broadcaster. So, if Australia wins, SBS and NDR organise it together. But the contest takes place in Germany. No. So it doesn't go to the UK. I thought we'd give it to the UK or Ireland. Germany gets it. Well, there seemed to be a bit of confusion over this, but Krista is, was on part of the board that allowed them into the competition. Right. And he reckons it's Germany, but then there's a bit of a scandal. Is it Germany or isn't? But he maintains that if we win, it will automatically go to Germany. See, that's interesting because I would have assumed they wouldn't tell us, tell people that because in that way, Germans might want to host it. So they've kind of got two chances to host it next year. So we're going to get a lot of Germans giving us extra votes. Yeah, well, we'll get the German votes, but then we lose votes from other countries if they know <laughs> the that English, we're going to Germany. The English aren't voting for us. <laughs> We just yeah. need to spread lots of rumours around that we're hosting in every single different country. <laughs> Poland aren't voting for us. Uh, France aren't yeah, voting for us. Yeah, it's all PR <laughs> Oh, God, I love Azerbaijan at this time of year. Like, <laughs> uh, So uh, maybe in the following weeks we can get, bring an update on that. Wow. So it's a bit of confusion, but at this point it seems Germany will be our Australian hosting country. Now, now I'm intrigued if we do win and they say it does go to Germany, like... SBS obviously will have to sort of coat. So does that mean that we get like a really Aussie flavoured one next year? So like it's going to be in like Dusseldorf or something, but it's going to be like, you know, Sam Pang and Julie's Miro coming out going, G'day, Germany! Ah! 
Yeah, do they host? I reckon. Um, or we... is it Germans who host? <laughs> it's like one German and one Australian, like having the most awkward cross-cultural like humour ever. <laughs> Oh, Hans, how are you? I am very good, Julia. How are I, you? I think they need to they need to compromise and meet us in the middle. So let's go to like China or something. Yeah. We've got to meet in the middle. Like, you know, what's what? Like meet us halfway there. Dubai we'll is like you. a stop off point between Australia and Europe. That's where yeah. you stopped off, isn't it? No. Yeah, Dubai is kind of the generic stop off. So yeah. maybe we could host it in Dubai. Um, yep. Meet us at I don't know. Where could we meet Vanuatu? Somewhere in the South Pacific. Just everyone heads there. Uh, probably sink Vanuatu, I reckon. But well, maybe um, they just get a massive cruise ship and they travel all over the world. They could start in Australia, and by the time the competition is finished, they end up in the winning city. And by the time they get to the winning city, Boggy's just started singing. So <laughs> <laughs> and everyone jumps off the boat. Yes. Wow. Well, look. So there you go. Germany is the front runner. It seems says right. Christa. Krista Borkman. Krista Bork. Well, hello, Krista. Thank you. I'm sure a big listener to your Ausvision. Um, so, yes. Now, now we have some breaking news here. Are we going to hold that over to our next episode? So, we've got some news to talk about in the next episode. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, this breaking news can be not so breaking. <laughs> didn't, didn't, breaking news on Eurovision will be told next episode. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> uh, now, we also want to bring in um, social media, but I don't know if we've got any of that organised, Noah, so will we skip that for this episode, do you reckon? We need to tease up something for next week's. So. Yeah, look, okay, next episode, we make it better by bringing in <laughs> things that you can already read on the internet. <laughs> this entire episode, it's just an ad for next episode. <laughs> hey, we're like a Channel 7 show. <laughs> this is just the kind of information episode telling you what's going to be happening next yes. week. Um, we won't be listening to any songs. If you keep listening to Eurovision, you will find some information. Thank you for your patience. Um, all right, well, that's the news. Um, we're going to get straight into it by going back in time for a classic Eurovision song. Classic Eurovision. And don't we love that introduction? Now, um, last... Uh, I think we need to get, like, Doctor Who music or something, time travel. Yeah, or something. Something that doesn't get us sued. <laughs> well, um, we're already playing, like, all these songs illegally, so, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Might as well time travel. Might as well just play whatever. Now, um, last week, of course, uh, well, last episode, I should say, because it's been a bit more than a week since we put it up, um, we went back to last year's winner, uh, Conchita Verse. Hello, Conchita. Welcome to Australia. Um, her song, Rise Like a Phoenix, the reason why we're in Austria. We're going to go back in time uh, to another song, another winning song. Now, <laughs> this song is um, it's unique in many ways. Not only is it um, the only time this country has won Eurovision, it is also uh, the only time a, well, probably a non-pop song, you'd almost say, has won Eurovision. Now, I remember watching this one, and I, I had a lot of people um, who were never into Eurovision watching it because they knew these guys were on it, and they were just, like, obsessed with these guys. And... Um, I, I watched a documentary, I think I brought it up last week on Eurovision last year, and they were talking about Finland, how they'd never won it, they'd gotten so close before, and how when they sent um, this band off in 2006, there was controversy, everyone was so pissed off, they were like, there's no way these guys are representing this in Eurovision, we're going to be an embarrassment to the world. They won, they came back, and the biggest ever street collection on the streets of Helsinki in the history of Helsinki occurred when these guys returned to perform on returning from winning Eurovision. It is Lordy and Hard Rock Hallelujah. Maybe you want to put in your speakers down a little bit right now because I'm about to press this. Um, oh, there we go. <laughs> Starts off so quickly. Now, Noah, I could imagine that you're a big fan of this. This is your type of music. <laughs> this is my favourite Eurovision song. Ever? It has everything. It's got the metal, it's got the absurdness, it's got the ridiculousness. Jared, are you a fan of Lordy? I don't know if I'd say I was a fan. I mean, it's great music to go to sleep to. It's really calming and, and just sort of sends you off to bed. Um, 
It was a big hit, wasn't it? I mean, it was all over the news. Like, usually Eurovision kind of has a one-minute segment on the nightly news, but yeah. this, it was kind of just everywhere on the news for, for more than a minute. So, I mean, that's making it big in Australia for Eurovision. Well, this is back in 2006 when it won. Um, and in the end... Uh, not only did it win, it won... Well, actually, I thought it won by more than that. Uh, it only won by 25 points. Um, it beat uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina's uh, classic uh, called Hari Mata Hari. Uh, well, that's, that's the artist. The song was called Leia. Uh, translation in English is Layla. Uh, Layla! <laughs> But, yeah, like, this is Finland's only win. Like, you'd think a country of Finland, I mean, they've been in the Eurovision Song Contest for years. And they've only won it once. You know how they reacted. It's just the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> just the costumes, the, the performance, and just the fact that this was in the actual competition. They have competed every... They've only missed, I think, six Eurovisions since 1961. And um, they finished last a lot. Uh, but they finished third last year and they finished third back in 2011. This whole performance confused the hell out of me because I didn't realise that the keyboard player was a woman. And I'm like, this keyboard player <laughs> is looking really weird because I didn't know that uh, this because um, I just assumed they were all guys and then this keyboard player is like this is really freaky costume because Finland reacted with um, excitement by going yes we are thrilled that we won Eurovision we are so happy right now today uh, I'll just crack this up a little bit because it's nearly finished Disappointed it actually wasn't in Finnish because um, I, I'm, I'm sure there's a Finnish version out there somewhere. That would be fun to listen to. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, we often see that a lot of Eurovision songs when they win, they chart quite well across Europe and even here in Australia sometimes. Um, it made it to number one in Finland, funnily enough. Uh, number two in Austria, number two in Belgium, went to number 25 in the UK, uh, number eight in Sweden. Uh, and number four in Europe. I didn't even know Europe had a generic chart. And, num <laughs> and number 14 in Turkey. So, there you go. That's uh, our classic Eurovision for the week. Thank you, Lordy. Any, want to add anything else on Lordy before we go to the next song? Uh, I reckon they should bring them back for a second week. You, you do? Yeah? They could be the Finland. Uh, and Jedi. I believe they've toured Australia as well. Yeah, well, maybe that answered my question from before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yes. I, lo I love the fact that the lead singer is called Mr. Lordy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. It's just, yeah, Lordy are epic. Yes. Um, he's also known as the Biochemic Man or Hulk from Hell. So, there you go. Uh, hello to all our Lordy, uh, well, just Lordy in general, if they're listening. Uh, yeah, Mr. Lordy. Mr. Lordy. Hopefully, Mrs. Lordy is doing well. On the on the S keyboard. Send my best wishes. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, we're going to move straight into uh, our next <laughs> song, which is going to be this week's <laughs> finalist. 2015 Eurovision finalist. And that's a crap introduction compared to the other ones, but whatever. Um... Now, this week, we already heard our first finalist last time. We heard from our very own Guy Sebastian, Australia's representative song for Eurovision, now only ever time. Um, and uh, this week, we are going to be hearing from an interesting song. This is Austria's entry. Of course, Austria, automatic entry into the final. They are the reigning champions. And um, this is the their song where they're hoping to go for back-to-back. -back. Now, we have not had a back-to-back -back winner since Ireland won three in a row, 1992, <laughs> 1993, and 1994. Um, I think Sweden got pretty close a couple years ago from memory. Um, but it, it seems to be very rare that they even come close. Like I know like with um, Lena, when she won, she, she came back the year later to sing for Germany again when they hosted it. And I think she did terrible <laughs> from memory. So 
Anyway, uh, let's hear Austria's entry this year. Now, the song itself is called I Am Yours, and it is by The Make Makes. Uh, <laughs> so here's I Am Yours by The Make Makes, Austria's entry for 2015. Host Nation. Oh, is this Austrian cult playing? <laughs> Yes, you, you hit the nail on the head, Noah. It's often referred to as Austria's Chris Martin. And it was all yellow. I reckon he'd be uh, pretty good singing with Boggy. <laughs> yeah, they should chew out. You awake, Jared? Oh, yeah. Barely. Everyone get the cigarette lighters out. Clearly, they don't want to pass the <laughs> <laughs> I reckon the host, they should spend so much money on, like, the shit stage that... <laughs> Why not put Conchita up again? The beard won it. Yeah, well, this guy's got a beard. I'm watching the video now. But oh, really? The problem is he identifies as a man. Uh, no, I see him, actually. He kind of looks like kind of looks like Jesus. Well, why don't they do the reverse Conchita and do a guy with massive uh, breasts? <laughs> hey, I could represent um, Austria. <laughs> it's already made the top two on the Austrian charts. And the make makes. Um, all right, we'll fade that out. We've, we've had enough of you to make makes. It's pretty shit, really. Um, <laughs> are we meant to be that honest about the songs? Um, they're an Austrian pop band. The, the singers are Dominic Dodo Murher, Marcus Christ. Well, I said he looks like Dodo. Jesus, and uh, Florian Mindel. Um, they've been together since 2012. They released their debut single called The Lover Call, which made it to number six in Austria. Um, so they're, they're pretty big in Austria by the sounds of it, good on them, um, and they have not much information else besides this. Jared, uh, the Make Makes, I am yours. Uh, I don't see it challenging for the win in any way. I will say that um, it has a burning piano in it, so I mean, that probably gets them some votes if they do that on stage. Um I mean that's that's about it. What top top twenty or so? I don't know. I don't think it will crack the top ten. Noah, I'm disappointed that the lead singer isn't called Mister Make Make. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like Austrian Coldplay or Austrian Oasis or Austrasis. No, that doesn't work. Um, wow, what's that? Wow. <laughs> what's a uh, pop song that rips off Eye of the Tiger? Yeah, <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's just it doesn't rip it off, but one the one of the chorus lines is "I'm the eye of the tiger." I couldn't tell you that one. I don't know what song you're talking about. Uh, the t- oh, I don't know, but this song sounds like a massive rip off. Oh, hang on a minute! Bang, click, Katy Perry, raw. There you go. Yeah, that's you got it. the eye of the. T- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, do you not think this song is a bit of a rip-off? Got a bit of it. A little bit, yeah, except the, the difference but here is that it's I'm not, not a... I'm not a Katy Perry a, expert, so it probably well, doesn't di- sound anything And also like. it's, not a, it's not a female empowerment song, I could imagine, so... Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's no boggy. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. That's female empowerment God, song. women in, in Hungary are burning their bras. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, as a protest yeah, for women's shop. rights. So they're not like uncomfortable or anything. But um, I got too sweaty from being there for four days. <laughs> waiting for Bob. Yeah. I had no choice. We need to change our bras. She won't start. She won't start singing. Um, <laughs> Did they burn them on the burning piano from the maker? <laughs> that's that's how they. It's the fuel. It's just fuel, fueled with bras. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I just love it if they're playing on stage and you just got heaps of people throwing their bras into the piano to keep it playing. We're going to start that trend, Noah Groves. They're going to see Bra that. piano. <laughs> hey, the beard won it for him last year. Bras will win it for him this year. Um, yeah, I, I think that this is not going to do too well. Um, middle of the pack. I agree with you, Jared. Um, 
according to the latest betting odds. They are around middle of the pack as well, so they're not expected to do overly well. Um, Austria, in terms of the history, well, obviously, they're the reigning champions, um, but they also won it back in 1966 with everybody's favourite track, Merci Cherie, by Udo Jurgens, who, funnily enough, that was his third attempt at Eurovision. He won it on his third time. So, congratulations, Udo. Third time lucky. Um, and in terms of who likes to vote... For uh, Euro- uh, for Austria, the United Kingdom is on top. They've given the most votes to Austria in the history of Eurovision, followed by Belgium and Ireland. And on the flip side, Austrians have given the most votes to the United Kingdom, Ireland and Sweden. So the German neighbours, not well liked by the Austrians. So there you go. Uh, anything else to add on the make makes? I am yours. I don't want to play any more of it because it's kind of shit. <laughs> Uh, I was about to say, I reckon it at least makes the finals, but it already does, so that was stupid. So, yeah, I think the middle of the pack, too. Well, we've got five more finals to get to, and we'll get to them over the next five episodes, because we're not doing that. Let's go into semi-finalists. Semi-finalists. Oh, introductions are getting worse. Um, (laughs) As always, we will hear from two semi-finalists from uh, semi-final one, and two semi-finalists from semi-final two. Now, again, um, we sort of posed a question last episode and haven't done our research since. Do we know how many go through to the final from each semi? Ten. Ten. Each. Ten each. Right, there you go. Well, actually, it, Jared's right, but then one of the semifinals, I can't remember which one, I think has 11. Okay, so there's an even number. Uh, don't quote me on that. I may be getting something else confused. So, so that means then there will be 28 No, no, finals. sorry, that's wrong. I think it's one ten each. One semifinal but... has an extra person, so yeah. I'm getting mixed up. Right. So it's unfair for semi-finals too because they have 17 entries. So we'll have but 27 finals. It's the easier semi-final. We'll have 27 finals in total, will we? So 20 semi... Let's go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. 27 out of 40 will make it. Not too bad. Not too bad. All right. So from semi-final one, let's go to a country which we've already heard from a little bit this episode uh, in terms of Noah Groves trying to speak this language, um, which he did okay. Um <laughs> Better than I can speak Estonian. Uh, oh, it's Estonia, by the way. Po- folks, uh, this is their song. It's called Goodbye to Yesterday by Alina Born and Stig Rasta. Let's hear some of this now. Oh, it's a bit funky. Can we even hear that? Hang on a second. <laughs> there we go. Let's try that again. Oh, <laughs> This is like... Estonian blur. So I was frozen by the jingle on my keys at the door. Yeah, jingle of keys at my door. I love this song. This one has hilarious lyrics. I'll wake you up. So I took my things and got out of I just love that he says, I didn't want to wake you up. Then the girl comes in and says, Why didn't you wake me up? Because <laughs> I didn't want to. <laughs> now these two actually, they're not a duo. They're like two singers who have just come together for this song. So they're not like a, they're not like an Angus and Julia Stone pair or something like that. They're they're, no, they're an Alicia Keys and Jack White. Pretty much. And we saw how that turned out. Those two have performed heaps of songs together. <laughs> That's not a good thing. <laughs> now, Alina Bourne was born in 1994. Uh, so she's only young. Um, she previously attempted to enter Eurovision back in 2013. Um, but she didn't make it. There's a fact for you. unfortunate. I know, right? She's quite cute, actually. I would have watched her. Um... Stig Rasta, who's singing, good day Stig, um, he's 34, so 34 with a 21 year old, okay. He's uh, out of the job now, isn't he? Well, he was on a band called... Didn't Top Gear finish? <laughs> yes. He's waiting for Jeremy Clarkson, I see what you did there. <laughs> Formerly of the... You didn't es- want to wake him up in case he got punched by Jeremy Clarkson. Former Estonian band of Slobodan River. And also in a band called Traffic and Out Louds. And he... Well, he played Moritz in the Estonian original production of the musical Spring Awakening. 
It's like, ah, uh, let's lift it. Well, it's a bit wobble. Fade it out. Let's try again. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> so there we go. Estonia. Noah, what's going to happen with Estonia and Eurovision? Are they going to make the final? <laughs> Um, yeah, this is one of my favourites because it's just so, like, Stig Raster just seems not interested in this <laughs> whatsoever, and it's just the lyrics to it. I've got some of the lyrics here. It's just so absurd. I got dressed so quietly, I was frozen by the jingle of the keys at, my, at the door <laughs> as I got outside and I smiled at the dog. <laughs> And then I didn't want to wake you up. And then, uh, why didn't you wake me up? <laughs> can you can you know do that in? I, I feel that's like almost Bob Dylan esque. Can you do that in Bob? Oh, uh, <laughs> why didn't you wake? Me? <laughs> you dressed so quietly. I was frozen by the jingles of the key at the door as I got outside and I smiled to the dog. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. Why didn't they... Oh, uh, wait, he's American. They couldn't enter him. But I feel like Bob could do good at Eurovision. <laughs> Hard uh, rock. Hallelujah. <laughs> Angels and demons. <laughs> um, I can't believe you made me do that. But, yeah, they're definitely finalists. I love this one. Uh, I smiled at the dog. And I love it. <laughs> Jared. Yeah, this is one of my favourites as well. And I do think it's going to go really well um i think they are kind of sort of up there in sort of the betting odds um but i will say that they haven't really sort of gone to anything so um, <laughs> publicity wise i mean that could hurt them i don't think they were at any of sort of the live performances and parties that have been on yet so uh, stick antisocial. Cool um <laughs> i do think that they're a lock on the final and i could see this coming top five it might be kind of an outside chance to win i think um I think it might have needed a bit more for the win. There's no, it doesn't really sort of go anywhere. This song it just is a bit repetitive. Well, it, well, Aline is not 21 yet, um, Jared. So it might be legal drinking age in Austria could be 20. I don't know, um, but um, yeah. Uh, look, I speak her dad. <laughs> maybe I don't know how the babies are born in. Dad, in why didn't you wake me up? I have school. <laughs> Either that or something creepy's going on. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of this song. I reckon it will make the finals, but yeah, I don't see it doing too well. Um, the betting odds for Estonia see it. Uh, where are we? Um, it's not on the list apparently. <laughs> Apparently, the betting. Oh, that's why you can't you can't bet for Estonia. They <laughs> didn't show up to the betting odds. Yes. Uh, oh, actually, no. Hang on a minute. No, they. Wow, they're fourth favourite. Um, okay. I see. There you go. I think they're, they're top ten. They're behind. Um, should I tell you the top three, or will that spoil it? Well, we've already heard one of the top threes. Ah, oh, fuck it. They're behind Sweden, Italy, and Australia. So, and Finland's fifth. What are these betting people even heard what Finland's put out this year? <laughs> Jesus! No, I'm not going by these odds if they're putting Finland at fifth. That's a dodgy website. That's like the Bulgarian betting odd website. Uh, well, I will quickly say in terms of the song, um, Jared, you said it hasn't done publicity. It's, um, the, it's made it to the number one position on the Estonian radio airplay charts, uh, known as Radio Uno. Um, so, I'm guessing that must be Radio 1, um, but other than that, uh, that's Estonia. Now, uh, in terms of Estonia's history in Eurovision, I believe they won it, did they not? Not yeah. too long no. ago. Um, 2001, yeah. Mm. So, they won it in 2001, and they got third in the year that they hosted it. So there you go. Uh, recent results. Um, they didn't make the final last year. Uh, they were 20th in 2013, 6th back in 2012. Um, the most recent, yeah, so they've been 6th in 2012 and 2009 with their best positions recently. They have received most votes from, <laughs> funnily enough, Finland, uh, Sweden and Latvia, all very close. Uh, well, Latvia's not really that close to Estonia. Well, it sort of is. Um, and Russia, they've given most points to Russia, Sweden, and Norway in terms of that. So, there you go. That's Estonia 
for 2015. Continuing on, semi-final one. We are now going to go... Oh, what, a, what, a, what a mega country this one is. It's on the top of everybody's list for uh, tourism. I know I'm heading there next... Um, I'm heading this summer, actually. I've already got my tickets booked. Uh, Macedonia. Uh, this is their entry for 2015. This is by Daniel Kajmakoski. And the song is called Autumn Leaves. Let's hear from Daniel now. What have you got for us, Daniel? Is this... No, okay. Never mind. For Triple J. It's very hipster. Is this piano-burning Bit of cigarette advertising in there, Lucky Strike. Hanging from my knees in the willow trees, easy Ooh. like the month of June. Well, June's not that easy. Hanging on their knees on the willow trees. Ow. Why is June easy? It's bloody cold. Because <laughs> they've been to Australia, Daniel. But maybe we have yeah, no respect for guy. Oh, break it down. Oh, get into it. Yeah. But I can see your triple J. I think it's turning a bit too poppy now for Triple J. Every moment will hurt from the last Very. I feel like the script or something going on now. The script are a band, Noah, just in case you've never heard of them. Oh, <laughs> oh see, I thought you heard that the lyrics sheet or something. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, it's very, it's, it's, it's very Macedonian. <laughs> it's got Macedonian strings all over Oh, you hear it straight away, you just, it just reminds you of the good old days in Macedonia. Alright, that's enough of you, Daniel. <laughs> okay, so what are we thinking of uh, Autumn Leaves, uh, Jared? I think it's okay. I do think it kind of sounds like a like boy band type song. I don't know why, so maybe they should have gone with a group here instead. Uh, I do think, though, it is in the semi-final one, which is, in my opinion, the much tougher semi-final. So I think it's going to sort of struggle to get through it could sneak through but i think it'll sort of be um just around sort of that cutoff and it'll just be a question of the performance on the night smack bang in the middle in terms of the betting odds as well um this is for the overall win by the way not just to get out of the semi uh noah daniel and uh macedonia yeah this song i don't like it's boring um (laughs) I, I'm with Jared that it could sneak through to the finals, but I think it's going to struggle to get through. And if it does, I can't see many people giving Macedonia too many votes. But um, I didn't include it in the news uh, because it's already closed, but he actually ran a competition where you could finish the drawings from the music video and it would be included in the next video. So, How good. Um, some, someone out there waiting for Boggy to show up was probably drawing a picture and ended up in Daniel's video. But, um, I've got some of the lyrics of the chorus here. And, like, I'm wondering how many cliches and how many awful metaphors and analogies they can fit into one chorus. But every moment will hurt from the last to the first. And I'm trying to find a way to breathe. Close the book and the chapter forever and after. I'm falling like the autumn leaves. My heart is beating like a million drums because you're the ground under my feet. I'm trying to hold on. Bob Dylan, Bob baby, Dylan. I'm falling free like the autumn leaves. Every moment will hurt from the first to the last. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure about the English translation from Macedonian here. Well, I'm very disappointed because, um, I mean, Daniel won the, the Macedonian national final by only two points from a much better song. I thought um, Tamara Todevska uh, with her song "A Broad Still Tone." Otherwise, they were as... the only two entries, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the Macedonian final is pretty packed. Um, this a good. How many have we got here? Twenty. Jesus, is that all that's on TV? Macedonia all year? Like, <laughs> who will be in Eurovision <laughs> this week? Every minute of Macedonian TV. Um, look, I don't know a whole lot about Macedonia, so apologies to all our Macedonian listeners. <gasps> they have, didn't write the song, sorry. They I, have I uh, never won. They have never finished in the top ten. 
in Eurovision. <laughs> um, they have missed the final, I think, more times than they've made the final, looking here loosely. Haven't made the final since 2012, and um, before that, they haven't made the final since 2007. So they've only made the final once in the last eight years. I love, I love how you put it that they missed the final. Like, they got in, but they, <laughs> they couldn't get there in time. Yeah, they, they, they missed the final. Their budget ran out. They were like, oh, shit, we made the final? We can't <laughs> afford, afford it. the cab fan. <laughs> we only, our accommodation ran out semi-final night. <laughs> We yeah, thought they we'd go home for the semi-final. <laughs> they didn't book for finale night. They didn't think that happened. <laughs> yes, they had to go back home and like I don't know. It's probably like the president of Macedonia entered one year. It's like oh shit, <laughs> I've got a country to run. Um, I love how my accents sound the same for every country. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, yeah. So they've only been entering since 1996, I will say, and their best song, and we all know it. Back in 2006, Alina Riskateka and Nina Nina Janya. I mean, wasn't that a great song? Finished 12th. Yeah, that was a yeah. bit low for that, I think. <laughs> yeah, much should have been much higher. I mean, we all Nina Nina Janya. <laughs> That's Stop exactly it how it went. Good job, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we go. That's um, Macedonia. Oh, a little bit about Daniel. Um... Best known for having won the first series of X Factor Adria. Um, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> they name it after like a different, like a person. It's, that was just a YouTube series. Oh, it covers like the Eastern Bloc. So it, um, Serbia, Montenegro, Bosnia and Herzegovina and Macedonia. And of season two, Croatia were led in. Oh, gee, they would have been happy with Serbia together. Wow. They would have been like fighting all the time. Um, so basically it's like the, the Balkans, Baltic state Eurovision, uh, X Factor, I mean, so, wow. And all oh, the judges, look at the judges on X Factor, Zleto Josimovic, Alexandra Kovac, um, he was a character on ER, I think, um, where's, uh, come on here, Jared, where's, um, um Bol- no, uh, <laughs> Novak Djokovic, he should be on it, shouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> No, all right. My stereotypes are falling flat. Uh, thanks, Daniel. Well done on winning um, X Factor. He sang Sex on Fire in the final, Angels by Robbie Williams, and The Harnessing by Tose Prosky. Good lineup. Bloody brilliant. No wonder he won. That's the first time I've ever heard of Sex on Fire in um, Macedonia. Um, okay, so let's go over Sex to- on Fire on a piano. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the be- the best Facebook group ever was uh, when Sex on Fire was out and somebody said, if your sex is on fire, you've probably got chlamydia. Uh, <laughs> 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 Thank you very much. Try the view. All right, semi-final two. Let's go across the semi-final two. And uh, let's go to Cyprus. Why not? Um, now, the Cypriot entry... For 2015 is by John Karayalanis, and the song is called One Thing I Should Have Done, and I really hope John tells me what the one thing that he should have done is in this song, because I'm already wanting to know what that one thing that he should have done was. John, please sing it to us. Okay, that's shit. All right. Uh, (laughs) What the hell was that? All right, sorry. (laughs) Tonight the rain is falling. I'm feeling cold and I'm out of my mind without you. Oh, poor John. My head is spinning like a top back to the time we had a lot. A lot. Going on. Yeah, a lot. Now my <laughs> world lies shattered. How quickly life can change. Yeah. I always did it. Everything for you. Is this supposed to be happy or a bit? I don't know. It's like Michael Bolton or something. <laughs> What's the one thing you should have done, John? No, tell us! We want to know! Don't start this again. <laughs> Oh, this is. The road that once was I hate cliffhangers. Gold has turned a rusty shape of all the saddest colors. Oh, well, it's not a very well liked song by the betting odds. It's in the bottom bit. 
Pot, bottom bit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I've still got information on Boggy up on my screen. What's going on? He's, this is another hipstering one. I'm watching a video here. It's him in black and white while everything else is in colour. Like, please. He is a Greek Cypriot singer. And previously he tried to represent Cyprus in Junior Eurovision for 2007 <laughs> and 2008. He's all grown up now. Oh, oh dramatic pause. I should have been there. Oh, that's what he should have done. One year. I should have been there. <laughs> should have been. <laughs> I can't believe Stavros got into Junior Eurovision instead of me. I should have won it. Oh my god, no wonder we have a warning at the start of this show. Like, we're just every stereotype Stavros, Hans. Um, <laughs> god. Oh, Jared. Um, how's John gonna go? Uh, I think that John will go terribly, and I don't. I don't know. I don't understand this selection. Cyprus has gone with sort of ring-ins from different countries in the past, and maybe they should have done that again this year because I do not see this getting out of the semi-final. Noah, <laughs> I agree. Uh, I'm usually wrong in Eurovision guessing, but I will be very shocked if this gets through. And my favourite lyric for this one is. The road that was once paved with gold has turned a rusty shade of all the saddest colours in the world. Um, <laughs> just, John, you tried to get into Junior Eurovision. You failed. Cheer up. You're here now. Um, so, yeah, I'm out on this one. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, John's already won at life because, to me, the Cypriot uh, method of getting into Eurovision is the most fucking complicated thing in the world. Let, let's quickly go over this, all right? Quickly, all right? All the rules of Eurovision apply, such as the three-minute rule and song's originality. Additionally, it is required that the singer and songwriters are of Cypriot origin. The auditions, the longest phase of the selection, consisted of six shows and began on the 7th of December 2014. Each show included Eurobox, where each artist talks about their life and connection to the contest song with a cover of Eurovision entry of the past 60 years, a viewing room where relatives and friends watch the performance of the artist, and the Euro Studio, where the artist performs a song and the jury will decide whether the artist should proceed or not to the next phase. The second phase, Euro Challenge, consisted of two shows and includes... <laughs> this is like going on forever, like, it's not just a simple... But they've got to go through, like, their life story, their family's got to watch them in a box... Uh, <laughs> it's selected since birth. Since birth, they've been training for it. It's like, it's like, it's, you know, instead of getting, like, national service in Cyprus, it's like, you must perform in Eurovision. Uh, it's like six auditions, a Euro challenge, uh, a final, like... You go to your heats, and then your rapid charges, and then your second set of rapid charges, and then you might make the semis, and then the final, and then, no, that's not the end. We've got a grand final as well. You know what happened in Australia? Somebody just said, Guy Sebastian, and we were done. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that guy that won Australian Idol? Put him on. Um, funnily enough, Cyprus have never won it because usually it takes them so long to choose somebody. They've missed like five in a row. Um, they didn't... I mean, that singer's going to be exhausted. <laughs> he, was in junior... he just finished doing Junior Eurovision, then he was asked to perform for this. Um, it, they didn't enter last year's Cyprus. This is the first time that they've um, entered Eurovision since 2013. Well, they didn't get the submission in time. <laughs> they had to start their freaking qualification round last year. They're like, oh, sorry. We, they we... only do it every second year. They have to um, the person. 2013, they didn't make the final. Um, Despina Olamumpiao and her classic Unmithimasai um, was eliminated. Their best performance ever by the looks of things is fifth and they finished fifth on about four occasions cyprus uh, well done um and yeah he's john's actual real name is giannis giannis karagianis he's a greek cypriot singer and songwriter so there you go so we all are in agreement not going to make past the semi-finals no, no. poor john see you john all right Thanks, thanks for coming, John. We don't have any prizes for you. Um, the the betting, yeah, they tend to agree with um, us, middle of the pack, just ahead of Romania and just below Serbia. So um, there you go. All right, uh, our final song, also from semi-final two, 
Now, this one's interesting because if you are to believe the betting odds, this has the least chance of winning Eurovision. This is apparently the worst song in Eurovision 2015, according to those Bulgarian loan shark bettors. Uh, We're going to Portugal, and uh, the song is called... Now, forgive my Portuguese for being pathetic. Ha um ma que nos separa. Uh, sung by Leona Andrade. Uh, it translates to, There's a sea that separates us. Um, let's <laughs> I love it when oh, they... Oh, no. No, <laughs> no. Here we go. Here's Portugal's entry. Already better than Boggy. What's wrong with this? I love this one. This is like better than half ones we've heard this episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Going to Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just translating it for people at home. On a boat across the sea. In the boat in Portugal. This one's kind of catchy, even though I don't know what this They don't exactly have the most easiest way to get into Eurovision, too. They've got about 10 different qualification rounds. This one's going to beat the wavy hair and the backup dancers, the fire. All right, thanks, thanks, Le- Le- Leonor, uh, Mrs. Portugal, we'll just call her. Uh, now, Jared, uh, Portugal, is this the worst song in Eurovision, as the better say? I don't think so. I don't think we're heading to Lisbon in 2016, but I don't think that, um, <laughs> I don't think they're finishing last. I think that's a bit skew-if. Um, I mean, it's not bad. I don't know what she's saying, but people who speak portuguese will know what she's saying so that's good um i don't know i don't think i don't think we'll make it out of the semi-final but i do think like noah said it just sort of depends on the performance if they crank the win machine up and they'll get a couple more votes depending on what the backup dancers are doing get some pyrotechnics in there then i think she's she's in with a chance of um of not making the semi not making it to the final still but i mean she'll feel happy with herself so that's good she's pretty cute pretty cute i'd um you know i'd Go singing with her. Um, she was um, she participated on the Voice Portugal. Uh, was eliminated on episode thirteen. Ah, robbed. Um, she's just about to turn twenty this year. Uh, no, sorry, twenty-one this year. I should say. She's also an actress. She likes to do a little bit of acting on the side. Um, and she came through, yeah, like a massive marathon of um, finals to even get here, similar to what we had with Cyprus. Noah, um, Leonor, and Portugal. Um, I don't know. I didn't think that this one was too bad compared to what we've heard uh, this episode. Like, we've heard some clunkers this one, so I was surprised <laughs> that this was so hated by the Bulgarian betters. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know if this will be last, as they're saying. I think this probably won't make the finals, um, but I can see it still doing okay in the semis, maybe just sneaking through. I think it will be a good stage show. And I've actually translated the lyrics from Uh-oh. Portuguese to English to Portuguese back to English. Uh-oh. And it says... It's three in the morning and the rain falls on the city streets. Hit a logging in my chest, I see it get me. But I lack the will that I'm not myself. If you're not, if it's the sea that separates us, I will dry longingly and tighten against his kiss made in breasts. Still have my hands on my face and the taste of honey in your mouth. Crazy was the night I met a sad night. I lost you. If you is the sea that separates us, I will dry it with longing and tighten against his kiss on the chest. Oh, no. Made of will if the sea that separates us. Stop. I'll dry with longing and tighten the kiss on his chest. Stop. Step. If the sea that separates us wrong, question mark, 
All I'm hearing is breasts and titan. Like, what the hell? Breasts on the hands on my face. Um, there are the three. It's losing. There are three countries that are 201, 200 to one to win. That's Czech Republic, San Marino, and Portugal. So let's bet on it and get rich. <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll just vote, 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 vote. Hey, we we'll can vote, remember, vote. guys? Come on now. I'm going to say, cool. everybody in Australia, let's get behind Portugal. <laughs> yeah, let's get rich. Come on, everybody. Let's rig it. Um, Portugal has never uh-huh. won Eurovision. <laughs> They've been competing since 1964. Their best finish was sixth back in 1996 with Lucia Monez, and she sang Oh May Nao Tem Qua. Love that song. Um, massive hit it was in all of those regions of Portugal that we all know. Portugal has not made the final since 2010. Um, and interestingly enough, usually we always see countries, um, you know, putting a song in English. Portugal has never done a song entirely in English. It's always in Portuguese. They've had a few songs with a bit of English in it. And back in 2007, they even had their song featuring Portuguese, English, French, and Spanish to really try and make it European. And they didn't make the final that year with Sabrina. I think you can tell why after reading those lyrics. (laughs) Yes. Um, So in terms of who Portugal generally vote for... Now, Jared, if you were a betting man, who do you think Portugal would vote for the most and receive votes for by the most? Oh, I think they're pretty pally with Spain last time I checked. Yeah, well, they're kind of close to Spain, aren't they? Um, mm. Yeah, no, they've voted for the most for for Spain. Interestingly enough, um, Spain has only given them their second most amount of votes. France has given Portugal the most, Switzerland third. And um, in terms of giving the most, yeah, they've given their most to Spain, Germany, and uh, the United Kingdom. So Portugal a little bit chummy there. So uh, closing out, they're going to make the final this year for the first time since 2010. No. No. <laughs> um, this is my new underdog one that I'm going to root for just because it's Portugal, but I also say probably not. Is it hashtag better than Boggy? Uh, hashtag better than Boggy. Better than Boggy, Jared? Oh, definitely. Yep. I think this entire episode's been uh, hashtag better than Boggy. Um, now, before we close it out, just a couple of things um, before we get to our hashtags. Uh, we've got a couple of comments on Twitter on our first post, too. Big thanks to um, both people who listened. Um, and we are, I will say, officially on iTunes. I got the email saying, you are on iTunes. So it works. So, well, welcome to iTunes. Um, so we're now competing. Krista Bork and Letters On. <laughs> yes. Uh, so in terms of our comments, Catherine has left us three comments on our website. Thanks, Catherine. She has written, Jed Wood! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Lots of exclamation marks. <laughs> Um, she, is, she was at the concert that Jared was at. <laughs> you guys went together, didn't you, Jared? <laughs> <laughs> now, she's added a couple of questions. The first one she said here, Have you ever seen the Father Ted's episode, A Song for Europe, where Ted and Dougal enter a Eurovision-like contest? It's a must. I will say, Catherine, I've never watched an episode of Father Ted in my life, so no. Oh, I'm missing out. Have you, Noah? Yeah, I replied to her comment, but obviously the moderator, Krista, hasn't let it through yet. Um <laughs> Yeah, that episode is I, I wrote is one of the best episodes of television of all time. And if to start with a Father Ted episode to hook you, I highly recommend that one. And I think you should watch it in the lead up to Eurovision. It's epically awesome. I was more of a Vicar Dibley fan, so um, yeah, yeah the, Father all the way. The comments, um, I think Osram had some technical issues that wouldn't let it get through. So, um, Jared, are you a Father Ted fan? I can't say I am, but I have heard plenty of sort of. Eurovision jokes, particularly about Jedward, in pretty much every single sort of BBC comedy production. I mean, outnumbered um, Catherine Tate. I mean, in every single BBC comedy, there will be a comment about Jedward at some point in time. As they're just used to in their life. Um, and Catherine also adds, Seriously, I think Guy's song is a really good Eurovision song. It's boppy and you can sing along. It gets stuck in your head, which all of the winners of the past does. The people out there saying the song is very good are not Eurovision watchers. Everyone who has said that to me has never watched Eurovision. So they don't understand what makes a good Eurovision song. The stage performance needs some pizzazz, though. Anyone know what those Russian grannies are up to? No, you would, wouldn't you? I love the Russian grannies, but, yeah, Catherine getting a sass on the people who don't watch Eurovision. Um, I like it. Um, And Emma on Twitter, thank you, Emma, 
Uh, she says, next podcast needs to discuss a hashtag that can be used to campaign other countries like the UK to vote for Oz. Well, I think it's a little bit early, Emma, for Euros Vision to be going for the podcast awards. But uh, if we keep going, um, people can vote for us. So thank you. Um, Why don't... Um yeah, well, I think we need to be Guy's PR person. We talked about the Estonian one, and I thought of an angle. We could go... And, Start again, uh, Dad. Hang on, hang on, hang on. And we could say, vote back for up, Guy. Back up, Noah. You cut out, you said, we can go, and then you went all skewiff on us. Say that again. Yeah, I just said we can go. Oh, cool. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I said we can go the sexist route and target all the sexist people to vote for us and say, hashtag vote hey, for Guy. The misogynistic vote. We say, if you hate women, hashtag vote for Guy. <laughs> they, they wouldn't even know what we're doing it for. Um, that's just uh, that's just one suggestion. I'd love to hear your suggestion, Emma. <laughs> don't, don't think Emma... A better one than that. I don't think, I don't think Emma would be going. such a fan of that one, Noah. But, uh, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't agree with that one, but hey, I get his vote. Emma could be a misogynistic woman. I don't know. Like, she could be. She could love it. Uh, yes, uh, sorry, I was just uh, thinking of some more guy hashtags. I believe you said goodbye. No, I... 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 I asked what the hashtag should be for this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry you cut out for me. Uh, oh, um, maybe hashtag Bulgarian betters or um, what's Missy and Baylor said they would just show up. Uh, this could be Estonia won't show up or something. I don't know. Bulgarian betters is my one. I don't know if Jared's got a better one. I was going to chime in before Jared gets in because he'll probably steal mine and I'll just say hashtag Cyprus still auditioning. Go, Jared. <laughs> oh, it has to be something to do with Macedonia missing the finals, doesn't it? So just hashtag where's Macedonia or something like that. <laughs> yes, it's got to take off up there with where's Wally books. Uh, here we go. Uh, how about hashtag Macedonia missing? Macedonia missing. <laughs> we'll be missing I think we should go with that. you. Uh, all right. Well, Noah, thank you for your time here on the second ever episode of Euros Vision. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm not sure about the lineup this week. A bit of a downer, but hashtag Macedonia missing and hashtag go Portugal. If Dustin the Turkey isn't next episode's classic song, then this we're going down the toilet. Um, ja- well, you've got to stay tuned. Isn't that the theme? Of it this is. Episode? Hey, coming up next on Eurovision, Jared. Thank you. Thank you. It's been fun. Now to close it out, this week's language is Slovak. We started off with Estonian. I'm going to close it out with Slovak. And to all our Slovakian listeners, I apologise for butchering your language. Tubolo Euros Vision Vdaka za Pokjovana Budeme Horivit Novodakje!